The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast's Final Four Watch Party. The Saturday sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean and Colby over on youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Make sure to fill out our listener survey for a chance to win $100 SGP and gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survey. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, northeast of England. Today is Tuesday, March the 28th. We are less than 48 hours away from first pitch on opening day. Things are ramping up. And this evening, we have a full team again. Uh, to conduct our World Series draft. Um, so we will go through the board, we'll make our picks, we'll make our case for them, and no doubt there'll be a lot of smack talk involved as well. Um, joining us first from Houston, Texas, Mr. Moonaf, the machine, Manjeet Moonaf, what's happening? Not much, like you mentioned, 48 hours away from opening day. Uh, I've already seen some lines drop uh, for the games, but like you mentioned, we did this... Uh, before the playoffs last year, I thought it would be fun to carry it over for the season long. So uh, this should be a lot of fun. Absolutely, yes. Uh, second leg from, oh, I don't even know where he's from, New Jersey slash New York, New something, Dylan Rockford. How's it going, guys? Uh, yeah, New Jersey is where I reside, but uh, good to see you. Uh, love the row, by the way, uh, Malcolm. Just fits you, you very much. Yeah, so 48 I hours. Have just, just keep it wrapped up, please. Yeah, <laughs> I've just emerged from the bath as per usual. Uh, also coming, I think, I'm not sure, I think Noah's round about 50 minutes away from Ann Arbor there in uh, Michigan. Um, Noah Benick, how are you? How's it going, guys? Yeah, if you tell me we're drafting <laughs> yeah. something, we're uh, putting teams in a bracket, we're doing a rankings thing, I mean, I'm all in on any of those. So uh, I'm ready for this. I'm excited. <clears throat> yeah, so we, um, we drafted... At the start of the playoffs last year, we drafted our playoff teams. Yeah. And apparently the finishing order is how we have decided seedings uh, for this for this draft. Noah, you were in charge of the rankings. So what was the finishing order? Yes. So Munaf won it. He had Philly and Houston, and they both played in the World Series. So it was Munaf, then Malcolm, and then Dylan and I finished tied. We gave the tiebreaker to Dylan because he unfortunately got screwed and had both Tampa Bay and Cleveland, and they played each other, so he was automatically losing one of those teams. So he's picking third, and I have the fourth pick today. And can you explain to me why the winner gets first pick and not fourth pick? Because surely in this American sports system that you all employ, the worst performer gets first pick. Yeah, but we have a snake draft on today. So I think it's only right that Munaf should get to choose the team that he thinks will win it all this year. Yeah, okay. Um, so no tanking. In American, in American drafts, we go one through 30, and then you go back to one and not. 30. Yeah, but 30 starts. Like the worst team starts, don't they, from last year? 
Yeah. So, right, so we're moving up first. He should be fourth. We're doing a snake draft to make it even one through four. He's it so doesn't make it even. It's still the same. First. I'm not so mad because um, I think come the end, all three of you will say, wow, what a very insightful uh, and clever man you are. You put those exact words, I imagine, will come out of your mouths. But, um, that, so I'm not as mad. Long as, as long as Malcolm is near me because I know he'll make some stupid team pick like he did with the Yankees last year. <laughs> Moon, if you're an absolute buffoon, <laughs> is what you are. Um, no, I quite enjoyed this, and I am. I, we, we did see some opening day lines drop. We'll be here um, same time tomorrow with our first picks show uh, for the new season. And even just looking at those numbers, man, how could you not sit there and, with a big smile on your face, rubbing your hands, just absolutely itching to get involved? Um, probably by this time tomorrow, my first two bets of the season have lost, uh, but I wouldn't change a thing. Um, so, yeah, really, really excited. Uh, we'll get to the draft once I have told you about WinBet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 till 6 p.m. Eastern Time during WinBet Win Hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. Many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited state availability. And of course, for our DGENs, if you hit the biggest long shot parley of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. Loads to choose from. Head to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where I play through WinBet is available. If you were someone who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The SGP Masters competition which is something a little bit special. You can hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim watching the biggest golf tournament in the world. It includes a three-night stay at the Circle Las Vegas to hang out with the guys. Uh, completely free to enter. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. If you do it in the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using the promo code SGPN. And the final four watch party is going virtual. Um, hang out with the boys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and plenty more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash Podcast and tune in on Saturday. Um, the Saturday who's going to win the Masters is Jason Day, by the way. Uh, I have already involved him a little bit. I just nearly pulled my entire camera system there. My wire's got caught up in my flouncy robe. See the problem when you're wearing uh, luxury clothing? Okay then, Munaf. One quick thing before we start picking. I I watched the uh, the SGP show for the MLB preview. Let's make sure like a a good strategy would be to not pick all (laughs) four AL or all four NL (laughs) teams here because we don't want to end up with a a Phillies Cubs World Series, right? (laughs) Yeah, Sean did make a bit of a goose of himself. <laughs> he, he had a word too. Yeah, he, the the caveat at the top of the show that neither of them knew very much about baseball, but then uh, Sean demonstrated that very well uh, with those picks at the end. It made me feel better though. Uh, made me feel like the third best handicapper on that show at least. Um, Moonaf, you're going to take to the stage. Uh, we're going to boo and hiss and jeer in the background, and um, with the first pick of the 2023 World Series draft, Moonaf. Take it away. I am going to go with my first pick with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, They are sitting at plus 750. 
Uh, definitely shop around for the best number, but um, really high on this Braves team. I know we talked about it yesterday where we're giving out our division winners and our win total best bets that I felt like this is uh, a team that's going to have a great season. Obviously, uh, they should be a hundred win team. You take a look at their rotation, uh, Max Freed, uh, Spencer Strider, we we're really high on even from last year. Uh, they still have Uncle Earl Charlie Morgan in the rotation. They're going to get Soroka back, or I think he is back. Um, and you just take a look at this lineup. I mean, the year that they won the, the World Series, they didn't even have Ronald Acuna Jr. there because he was dealing with a torn ACL. You get him back. He came back last year, obviously. Always an MVP candidate. I mean, just go up and down their lineup. Um, just all three phases, pitching, bullpen, and uh, their batting order. And they have a great manager as well. So I think this is a team that's going to come out of the National League this year. I, I'm picking them to win it all this upcoming season. So my first pick, Atlanta Braves, plus 750 to uh, win the World Series this year. Yeah, it's a it's an absolutely rock solid pick. I think enough. You say there's just no there's no chinks in the armor, whichever way you you look at it up and down. So um, it is a very wise pick. Um, pick number two then belongs to me, um, and I'm going to take the San Diego Padres. Uh, the San Diego Padres are currently uh, plus eight fifty uh, for the World Series. Um, firstly. I mean, in the division, I think they've got a they've got a chance because the Dodgers have left the uh, door ajar slightly for them. Um, the Dodgers have just dropped off, and the Padres don't very often get a chance uh, to go through as division winners. So that's the that's the first thing that they've got to do. Last year, the Padres won eighty nine games. Um, however, that was with zero games from Fernando Tatis. That was with only 52 games from Juan Soto and only 90 games played from Eric Osma. I mean, Tatis is effectively a, a new signing. He's back able to 20-something, I think. Um, so you add those three players onto an 89-win team. Um, and I think it's it's unavoidable that they have a good year. Um, that's without... Before we mentioned uh, Xander Bogarts as well. And then I think I really like the rotation. Um, they've got... A couple of injuries to come back. Well, I talked up Blake Snell a little bit last night. Um, you've got you Darvish. I don't mind Nick Martinez. Even Seth Lugos looked okay. Um, Joe Musgrove needs to sort his toe out. Um, and then the, another name that we mentioned, I think three of us for the, for the saves leader is Josh Hader, who's gone 15 innings scoreless. Um so, yeah, I just don't know why they can't go very, very, very deep. And I think with a little bit of momentum as well, the Padres, they're a young team. Manny Machado, he's going to be a leader in that in that clubhouse. There's going to be a lot of drive uh, this year for, for the Padres. And they're going to take advantage of the fact that the Dodgers have left this door open. So, plus 850, I will add the Padres as the first pick on my roster. And we will move on to Dylan Rockford. All right, I'll just keep it in the National League. Uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals to win the World Series, plus 2,000. I said it yesterday on the pod. You know, I think it's their year to get past the Braves, Dodgers, Padres, even the Mets. Uh, I love how they replaced Yadier Molina with the best catcher on the market, Wilson Contreras. Uh, Jordan Walker, we talked about yesterday as well. He's going to be a nice addition to this loaded lineup. I think they have a lot of depth. 
addition, but guys like Wainwright, Nicholas, uh, Montgomery, we saw them get in the trade deadline, Flaherty, Matt, even Dakota Hudson, I think they should be enough to win most of their games. So could always count on the Cardinals to make moves at the deadline as well to improve their rotation. So we saw last year, like I said, with Montgomery, I think they have tremendous defense. I think they have a loaded lineup as well. So at plus 2,000 for my first pick, I'm going to take the Cardinals to get over the hump. Yeah, it's a nice pick. They're, they're a good team. Um, surprisingly, uh, that you that you picked them there because I think they probably would have been there a little bit later on. There's quite a few of the big names um, still there, Dylan. So you must be high on them to have eschewed the bigger names. Um, and finally, number four. In fact, on the turn, Noah, uh, so you have back-to-back picks. So you can take us through picks number four and five. Do you want to hit an ad before five or just go right through four or five? You can go for it, mate. You're good. Cool. All right. So... You guys all went with three NL uh, teams, so you left me the overall favorite to win the American League, and that's the Houston Astros. They're plus 600, which is actually the favorite to win the uh, World Series on the books. And I'm going to start with Framber Valdez, Christian Javier, Luis Garcia, Hunter Brown, Jose Urquidy. H-Town doesn't have Justin Verlander anymore, but this rotation is still excellent. All five of those guys return with sub four ERAs from last year. And Lance McCullers is currently on the IL. But, I mean, going into this bullpen, we have Ryan Presley, Brian Abreu, Hector Neris, Rafael Montero, and Ryan Stanek. All five of those guys threw at least 48 innings last year with at most a 372 ERA, a 329 expected ERA, and a 302 fifth. That is a stellar top four arms in the bullpen. They lack a lefty. Last year, it didn't matter. Lastly, this team will peak at the right time because Jose Altuve and Michael Brantley won't start the year healthy, but still, you have a World Series winning experienced lineup that includes Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, Jose Breu now, Alex Bregman, and Jeremy Pena. I love this pick at fourth overall for the Houston Astros, plus 600. Yeah, I'm... Um... I'm surprised that Moonaf didn't take the Astros off the board um, earlier on. But, um, I mean, yeah, similar to the Atlanta Braves, I think it's really difficult to pick a hole in them. Um, and they've got the form in the book. They've done it before. So, um, solid pick. Straight um, straight back to you then, Noah, pick number five. All right, fifth overall, I'm taking a little bit. I'm going a little bit deep because I don't want to lose this team uh, through the next, I don't know how many picks I have to wait. I'm going to go another AL team, and it's my second favorite team in the American League. It's the Tampa Bay Rays, fifth overall, 19-1. to um, I truly think that the Tampa Bay Rays have the second-best roster in the American League. The depth of the Rays franchise is insane because we just saw it last year. Everything health-wise went wrong, and the Rays still won 86 games. Tampa Bay's rotation includes Shane McClanahan, Drew Rasmussen, Jeffrey Springs, Zach Eflin this year, and Tyler Glasnow will be back come postseason time as well. In the pen, you have Pete Fairbanks, Jason Adam, Sidewinder, Ryan Thompson, and Southpaw's Jalen Beeks and Colin Pochet. Kevin Cash, once again, has a top three arm barn that he will be able to pull strings conducting and aiding this team with a young but very capable lineup to win a World Series championship. Yeah, I was disappointed, you know, that the Rays didn't get back to me. And I thought they would have done actually at pick seven because I know Moon after Dylan uh, weren't particularly high on Tampa. I mean, Wanda Franco's a name 
the really people have forgotten about the amount of hype that surrounded Franco before he came up. I think when he did come up, Moonaf, two years ago, we did like a special show, didn't we? Like I remember sitting in this kitchen a couple of years ago yeah. because of the big fanfare that came up. And yeah, he's had a couple of difficulties, a few injuries, but the kid's 22 years old still. Um, and I don't know why he can't just absolutely explode. Um, and I love Jeffrey Springs as well. Big fan of what he's been doing. Got him on plenty of fantasy teams. Yeah, Tampa Bay were one of my World Series picks. Um, so, yeah, I was disappointed they didn't get back to me in this spot. So, yeah, I like that. Um, we will go back for pick number six. Uh, and that's Mr. Dylan Rockford. Yeah, so six. Uh, I'm going to go Mariners. Plus 2,000. You know, last year, the Mariners were finally able to get back to the playoffs. First time in 21 years. I think they have a really good shot at getting back to the playoffs again this season. You know, this team is led by uh, AL Rookie of the Year, Julio Rodriguez. He became the fastest player to reach 25 home runs and 25 steals in, in his first year. You know, this is another team I picked that were underdogs last season going up against the Blue Jays. They swept them in the wild card round, and then they also wind up getting swept. But it was kind of competitive against the Astros. They didn't get blown out in any game, and I think they got better uh, offensively. You know, the Mariners, they had a top 10 offense last season. They upgraded second base with Colton Wan over Adam Frazier. They moved on from Jesse Winker and Mitch Haniger to uh, Teoscar Hernandez. You know, I think this could be a big year for Jared Kelenek, but... I think the Mariners, they have good depth, good star power in their lineup, and they have one of my favorite pitching staffs as well. So it's hard not to throw a little something on them to get past the Astros this year and win the World Series. So at plus 2,000, my uh, sixth overall pick, I'm going to take the Mariners. Dylan's all over these 20 to 1 shots. Um, so yeah, my uh, my next pick, I think, like Noah said, he didn't want to miss out on this team. So I, I've certainly reached for this team. Uh, we have all already had a bit of a laugh about my um, kind of obsession. And I'm not the only one who gets a little bit obsessed with the LA Angels um, at 50 to 1. But it's really hard not to. And I think partly it's coming off the the WBC uh, stuff. Everyone's laughing. What are you all laughing at? Even Moonaf's muted, but he's still laughing. I can see his little head shaking. Um, seduced by the angels. Seduced by the angels, Moonaf. Our album of power ballads, which will be in the shop soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, all you have to do is build a team around Trout and Otani. Um and I think this year they've certainly done that with the lineup a little bit. They've added um, Brandon Drury. They, I mean, they're not a bad side at all. Tyler, it's it's the pitching, and Moonaf will always complains about the pitching. He, and we know it's like a broken record. It's the same thing every year for them. Uh, but they've added Tyler Anderson. We like. I say we. I like Reed Detmers. Um, and I just didn't want to leave them out. I think I think the Angels have to. And yeah, and I could be proven absolutely wrong again. Um, but I just don't know what's, what's not to like about them. Uh, Patrick Sandoval was great last year. A um, little bit of a question mark about the pen. Uh, Hunter Renfro is another great addition as well. So, yeah. I mean, with Trout and Otani, you've got a head start there. You've got a huge head start. And I think both of them could go to where, could go to new places. Trout could return to where we've seen him. But I do think Otani could go to where uh, could just hit new heights. Uh, so yeah, give me the LA Angels at fifty to one, please. So we already Sano is in the chat. And he goes Angels. I think the robe is on too tight. <laughs> we have our funny first... guy. Funny guy, Captain. 
first video pull that we need to do because as soon as you said uh they need a build around mike trying to show Otani, <laughs> no it just goes <laughs> if it was that easy they would have done it by now <laughs> like they haven't tried to like do that, that the last easy. three four years <laughs> Yeah, oh, holy I'm literally shit. crying <laughs> like you are the fuck. Do add on the angels because I think I'm on the over with Malcolm. I don't know if the other two are, but um, oh. the holes in this team right now are shortstop, <laughs> and I think that answer is going to be uh, Zach Neto from the minor leagues. Kid is an all star. Waiting in the, uh, waiting behind the curtain, ready to be called up because, dude, like, so his stature—he's only like five eleven, and he looks skinny as hell. But he's got insane pop from Campbell. Um, he was literally drafted last year, but he's climbed up the ranks so fast, and they expect him to be on on this team if Don Fletcher, um, like struggles early the other guy the other weakness or hole i think they have is a closer i don't know if they have like a definitive closer they have a guy named ben joyce who's literally hitting 104 in their farm system right now and my opinion on that is you don't wait on an arm like that like you don't let him just sit down there and marinate because the more time he's just throwing 104 down in the minor leagues is the more like chance that you know I don't want to wish it upon him, but like the worry is that he gets hurt in the arm. You might never see this ever again from an arm like this. So you want him on the team, I think, as soon as possible. So um, he's been a closer at Tennessee, which they went literally like 57 and nine last year in the college ranks. He was amazing um, in the back end of their bullpen. And I think he would just step in with the Angels and completely throw fuzz past major leaguers, too. Nobody's used to 104 and 105. So there, Noah's given us two more reasons why the Angels are going to win the World Series, on top of all the reasons I give. Um, so, yeah, um, absolutely perfect. We will move on uh, to the smart arse himself, Mr. Moonaf Manji. On the turn, Moonaf, in fact, give us one pick, and then I will. Um, we'll do a half-time ad read, and you can crack yep. on with the second half of the draft. Yep. Uh, all right, so for my next pick, uh, eighth overall... I can't believe, uh, in fact, Dylan let me, uh, Dylan let this team fall to me. I'm going to go Mets. Uh, they're currently sitting at around plus 950. Again, shop around for the best number, but we're talking about Uncle Steve, Daddy Steve, whatever you want to call him, uh, just opening up the wallet this season. It's off season for this New York Mets team. They bring back uh, Max Scherzer. They signed Justin Verlander. So a great, obviously, a one-two punch. They've been great during the regular season. I know they've faltered a little bit in the playoffs. Justin Verlander last year did have a great playoffs uh, run for the Astros. He did have a, a game or two in there. He was really good. But um, you have two seasoned guys that have, you know, plenty of post postseason experience. And, you know, like Noah says, anytime we're kind of looking at these teams to back on their win totals or for futures or anything like that, I start with the pitching. And those are two future Hall of Famers just right there. Uh, they also have uh, Sanga that they brought over, that they signed from the, uh, from Japan. He's going to be really good. You have Carlos Carrasco rounding it off at the back end of the rotation. David Peterson is going to be in there as well. And then you take a look at their uh, batting lineup. I mean, it's, it's going to be, again, a murderer's row if these guys are able to stay healthy. 
Brandon Nemo comes back at the top of their order. Francisco Lindor had a phenomenal second year for the New York Mets uh, last season. Pete Alonso, I mean, there, I mean, what more can I say? This guy is definitely a guy that can get you 40 to 45 to 50 home runs in a given season. Jeff McNeil, Mark Canna, uh, Eduardo Escobar as well. So they have a lot of great pieces on this team. I know they lost Edwin Diaz, but again, they won't be afraid to go out and get another arm in the bullpen or another culture if they need to uh, during the regular season, if that's an area that they are struggling with. So at plus 950 with the way this team is constructed and their window right now is to win a championship, especially when you have aging Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, I'll gladly take them at this eighth overall spot at plus 950. Good pick, Muna. Good pick, Muna. Underdog a fantasy. Um is what I'm going to tell you about. In fact, I'm not going to tell you about Yeah, I am. Uh, Underdog Fantasy continues their March Madness College Pick'em. It's a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favourite college basketball player props and great NBA and NHL daily games. Head to underdogfantasy.com, use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Yeah, Moonaf, I think you've done pretty well there with picks one and eight to end up with uh, two of the top three in the market. Um, and there's still some big teams um, available for you, and you're going to lead us off for the second half of the draft. Uh, pick number nine, Moonaf. Yeah, so I have two NL teams here. I obviously have to have to get into a uh, American League team. I'm going to take the Toronto Blue Jays at 13 to one right now. Um, we talked about during the season, uh, sorry, division previews with Johnny uh, that the number one thing that I really did like about this team is that they made that shift to a defensive outfield for this upcoming season. You added Kevin Kiermaier, you have uh, Dalton Varsho that you traded for for with the Arizona Diamondbacks. And again, pitching, right? Alec Manoa, a guy that's going to be in the Cy Young race this upcoming season. Kevin Gossman as well. Uh, Jose Barrios is the one guy I'm looking at that can make or break this rotation. Hopefully he's able to bounce back for this uh, Toronto Blue Jays team and be the guy that he was with the Minnesota Twins. And they also added Chris Bassett um, in the offseason. I don't believe he was with the Mets last year. Uh, they add him kind of to fill in in that four or five uh, to round out this rotation. And then you take a look at this lineup as well, right? Obviously, when you have a World Series champion leading off for you in uh, George Springer, I know he's been derailed with injuries over the last season or so for the Toronto Blue Jays, but he's he's been a, a great pickup for them. An MVP candidate, uh, caliber player, Valerie Guerrero Jr. is kind of, I think, flying on the radar with just all the star power that there is in the American League. Bo Bichette, you know, he was on fire in the second half of the season last year. You added Brendan Bell and Alejandro Kirk. Like I mentioned, Matt Chapman at third base. Whit Merrifield, hopefully he's able to turn it around as well. So I like the balance of this team. Um, they uh, hired their uh, the manager. I always forgot what his name is. Is John Schneider, I believe, for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. So I, I really do like this team the way that they constructed us in this offseason. So at 13 to 1, uh, I'm going to take the Toronto Blue Jays here, Mal. So Moonaf has three um, of the top seven uh, teams. And after that, seven, after that Blue Jays pick, there's a real drop off in the odds. Um, chalky, chalky, chalky Moonaf, you are. That's what's happened there. Uh, 
he's displayed zero imagination uh, in his picks. Luckily for everyone, I've displayed all the imagination here. Pick number 10. And the more I've looked into this, um, the more um, I'm keen on it. And it's going to be the Minnesota Twins. Um so, yeah, coming out of these two central divisions, there's not much going on in there, really. For Well, certainly this one, for anyone to get excited about. Um, Cleveland with a, with a story last year, but do you know, Minnesota led this division for 41 days more than Cleveland um, last year. And kind of everyone's just written them off a little bit. And this they suffered horrifically with injuries. Um, the defence is absolutely rock solid. I think the lineup's got some upside as well. Um, but it's the, the rotation that looks particularly solid for me. You've got uh, Pablo Lopez, then you've got Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Tal, uh, Tyler Marley and Kenta Maeda. I mean, our guy, Noah Bailey Ober, who was brilliant last year. I think he pitched to a mid-3 ERA. Uh, we drafted him in TGF. He's been sent down. Um, so we had, to, we had to jettison him on waivers at the weekend. Uh, so, yeah, they've got some depth as well. And they look, I mean, it. I wouldn't say it was spectacular, but it's it's above average and it's above average all the way down. It's kind of five five SP2s, uh, if you like, in there. So, yeah, I've got high hopes for Minnesota. The more I've looked into them, I think the more sneaky good they can be this season. Um, 50 to 1 for the Twins. Um, and I might just have a little laugh on that now, but yeah, I like Minnesota. Uh, Dylan, pick number 11. Yeah, now I love this pick even more. I'm taking the Guardians 25 to 1. Uh, the Guardians, they, you know, they're told looking me to that make the it. The Twins went off the board before the Guardians. What in the world yeah. is going on right now? 41 days more than the Guardians. They led yeah, that division last year, no? Early on in the season before they lost, well, like, I don't know, three or four of their starting lineup hitters. All right. In- <laughs> They, this have, as well. they have a bunch of SP3s. I, I wouldn't call them all five SP2s. Twos, two point, two point fours. I don't know. I don't know. Malcolm, right, just real on. quick, I'm probably going to fade Pablo Lopez on opening day tomorrow against the Royals, but that's for tomorrow. Uh, the Guardians, <laughs> they, got, they got a strong pitching staff. You know, even though we did get bad news, Tristan McKenzie, he suffered a shoulder strain. He's going to be sidelined anywhere from like two to eight weeks, uh, which sucks, but I do like Shane Bieber, my boy Cal Quantra. Uh, they have Sack Plesek, Aaron uh, Savali. So they have one of the best closers in the league as well. And the offense is not going to blow you away, but they make a lot of solid contact. They don't strike out. And I think they could produce runs to not just win the division, but also make a strong push. We saw last year they swept the Rays when they were underdogs. They pushed the Yankees all the way to the fifth game. So I think there's a lot of upside to this team. And they get hot at the right time. It doesn't matter if the Twins lead for 50 games. I think they'll win. And I think they're better than the Twins. 25 to 1, I'm taking the Guardians. Oh, man, that's rubbish. Uh, Noah, make the turn with your um, second pair and final pair of picks. Well, much like Malcolm and I in our TGFBI draft, I just got sniped. I wanted Cleveland. Um, let me look at the teams that are left. Um, did anybody take the Yankees? Nope. All right. Well, I'll take the Evil Empire, twelfth overall. <laughs> um, they're the second favorite to win the World Series at plus seven fifty. Uh, so yeah, that, I, I guess I'll go to New York. This is a team with a super high ceiling when healthy uh the issue is and i i think that's why some of us have passed on the yankees all the way to number 12 is that like 
Carlos Rodon has a strained forearm. So, like, oh, boy. <laughs> Luis Severino, strained lat. Yikes. And Frankie Montas is done for the year already with a arthroscopic shoulder surgery. So, like, come on. That's your th- second ace, your SP3, and your SP4 all on the IL for an extended period of time before opening day. Um, the positive is that these two of these three guys will be back for the pro- playoff push. And their arms won't be as taxed from April, May, and June. Also in the bullpen, we see Clay Holmes, Michael King, Jonathan Loisega, and a trusty lefty in Wandy Peralta, albeit he's their only southpaw. But when healthy, this is a great bullpen. And then you have an ace in Garrett Cole. If he pitches like Garrett Cole can, uh, that's, that's a W every five days. And Nestor Cortez was nasty last year. Then we get to the lineup, and I have to admit, I don't like the Yankees, but when healthy, New York has a top five lineup in the MLB. But if last August's batting order rears its ugly face again, it's just yikes, and you're fading them when they're minus 140 every night. It so, But for this exercise, the lineup is LeMahieu, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Glaber, Donaldson, Aaron Hicks, Jose Trevino, and Volpe. That's a World Series lineup that I think 25 of the 30 teams in this league would love to have. So, plus 750 for the New York Yankees. If it fell to me at 12, I'm happy taking them. Yeah, I think um, we've overlooked them for for a number of reasons, a lot of them personal reasons. Um, I I was just a bit bored of them. Moonaf bullied me uh, so much about them last year. I didn't dare take them again this year. but yeah, you in if you separate it out in the cold light of day, you you can't really pick holes. There's little bits of worry about Aaron Hicks is still bumming around. There's the health issues with the two big lads in there, the two big boppers. But like I say, in isolation, you put that up against some of the teams that are already off the board. Yeah, and they are they're a better team. There's no there's no doubt about it. To get them at twelve, uh, no, I think you've done well. And who are you going to add at thirteen? So I have three American League teams. I'm going to take the best National League team still on the board. That's the Los Angeles Dodgers. So with this turn, I took both minus one and a half teams. Quite happy with that at 12th and 13th overall. The Dodgers are plus 850 to win the World Series. They're the fourth favorites to win it all this year. Um, I'm going to start it off with, you know, L.A.'s lineup because they lost Trey Turner but they still have the top seven hitters of Mookie, Freddie, Will Smith, Max Muncie, J.D. Martinez, Chris Taylor, and Trace Thompson, who's been on an absolute tear since last August, and then includes the WBC. That's a lineup very capable of doing big damage. Their rotation, Tony Gonsolin's currently on the IL, but Julio Urias anchors it with Clayton Kershaw, Dustin May, who I absolutely love, Noah Syndergaard, and then you have Ryan Pepio with two excellent prospects and Bobby Miller and Gavin Stone, who are just knocking at the door, ready to fill in. Um, and not to they, I don't if they fill in, I don't know if they would miss a beat here. Um, then to finish the uh, finish the pitching staff, the bullpen is filthy, disgusting. Evan Phillips, Bruce Dargraderol, Yancy Almonte, with two great, reliable lefties and Alex Vesia and Caleb Ferguson. But that's not all. Currently on the IL is Blake Trinan, JP Fireisen, Alex Reyes from the Cardinals, 
and Daniel Hudson, who will turn into their closer when he uh, comes back. I mean, I think the Dodgers are capable of winning the NL West, the NLCS, and the World Series, but everybody's just kind of doubting them because of the loss of Trey Turner, Walker Buehler needing Tommy John surgery. This is... This is still a World Series winning caliber squad for having a ceiling of the World Series, in my opinion. So plus 850 for the LA Dodgers. Okay, I think a lot of what we said about the Yankees can apply to the Dodgers as well. But um, on the what a 12 and 13 turn to pick up the Yankees and the Dodgers, you know, uh, you've got to be happy with your work there. Um, Dylan, your final pick, pick number 14. Yeah, fourth and final pick for me. Sneaky pick, I think, here at four. Uh, give me the Phillies at 15-1. to one. You know, they got hot at the right time last year. They were able to get to the World Series. Uh, you know, they made a huge splash in the offseason. They got Trey Turner. That's going to be huge for them. And Philly, they're returning much of their 2022 roster, but... You know, injuries, I think, have also set them back just a little. Bryce Harper, he had Tommy John, so we don't really know. It'll probably be till, until midseason he'll come back. Uh, Reese Hopkins, he's probably going to be out the whole season. He tore his left ACL in spring training. So, you know, I think they do have the pieces to make it back to the postseason. I think the question is, can this team keep it together, stay healthy until Bryce Harper comes back? And if they can, I do like their chances to not just make the playoffs. Hopefully they get a better run, but I think their bullpen needs to step it up. They need to get hot and close out some close games this season. So at 15 to one, and with my last pick, I'll take the Phillies. Yeah. I mean, if, if the Phillies can finish third, make the playoffs like they did last year, um, then they're absolutely in business and in a good price to do so. Um, you know what that tells me though is Dylan passed on his Mets, but pounced at the ability. Yeah, to yeah. The Phillies yeah. <laughs> this year. Anything to uh, any any reply to that accusation, Dylan? No, he's right. I'm, I'm <laughs> Dylan, with the brutal honesty there, he's already looks broken. It's about thirty-eight hours till um, till first pitch, and Dylan's a broken man already. Um, so uh, the penultimate first sight of the word penultimate. No, just for you. Um, pick if the if the drafts. Um, oh, this is a beauty, boy. It's an absolute beauty. This is uh, rounded out my stable of plucky underdogs. Um, are the Arizona Diamondbacks, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> Moon off's nearly falling off his chair. Now, if you just hang on, because I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to scroll quite a long way down the page here to find their odds. Are they going to get the 500? They went to 80 to one. 80, 80 to one for the D backs. 80 to one, yeah. Um, I see 170 to one. Oh really? All right, I'll. Uh, 170 to one. I'll PayPal you some of my hard-earned. <laughs> what are you giving me? 300 to 1. 300 to 1 for your Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, I will send a fiver over this very minute. Um, listen, shut up, you're all idiots. It's a great fun lineup. We've already admitted all this. Uh, loads of speed. Now, I admit, we're going to need a few things to go our way here for this to come up. We're going to need a few things. Yeah, we yeah, we need things. it. <laughs> We need a couple of things to land in place, Moonaf. This isn't going to be straightforward. Um, but Dylan just talked about the Phillies. Phillies made the playoffs last year with 87 wins. So that's the aim. That's the first thing that's going to we need. So obviously the projection's at 74. So all we need to do is get 13 wins over that. Well, what did uh, Baltimore cleared their projection last year by 21 or whatever? So it's very, very possible. 
Moonaf, you like this rotation as well, so don't give me that shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, you've got Corbin Carroll, Kittel Martik, and bounce back. Um, Alec Thomas, they all run like the wind, these boys. Um, so, yeah, I'm all for it. Squeak into the playoffs like Philly did in third place. Where did Philly end up last year? Anyone? Yeah, okay. World Series? World the Series. Yeah. Philly also games. has a uh, reigning uh, NL MVP on their <laughs> roster. Um <laughs> The Diamondbacks won 74 games a year ago. They would need to outperform their win total, just like the Orioles did. To That's what I said. The seventh Orioles didn't even make the playoffs, though. They, they would need to get the seventh seed. That's because they started on 61. The Diamondbacks start on 74. <laughs> Christian Walker's going to hit 94 home runs. Listen, come back come back to me in November. Arizona Diamondbacks. Munaf with the last pick of the draft. Who have you got? How am I supposed to follow that up with the... Yeah, you can't, oh, can you? Oh, my God. Okay. Huh. All right. Let me let me collect myself here. Let me, let me see how I left here. Huh. Okay. Um, we talked a lot about pitching, right? And I think this team probably low-key has maybe the best pitching rotation, arguably. That is the Milwaukee Brewers, 35-1. to 1. You talk about Brandon Woodruff, you talk about Corbin Burns, uh, who they have uh, Freddie Peralta, Eric Lauer, and they picked a Wade Miley to kind of round out that back into the uh, rotation for this team. Now we talked about year in and year out, how um, the run production isn't really there for this team. But I think we'll see a bounce back year for former MVP Christian Yelich, really Adamas. Hopefully he can hit a little bit better. I think Rowdy Telez is going to be a beneficiary to the defensive shift being banned as well. Um, William Contreras also they uh, have. Jesse Winker, we've seen him uh, perform at a high level when he was the Reds. Um, I think the bottom of the lineup does um, make me nervous, 7, 8, and 9. They do have Brian Anderson as in there. Uh, but again, you don't never know. Once you know you get into the playoffs, I think that Noah does like him to win the NL Central. So this team, it's going to be a two horse race between the Cardinals and the Brewers. I think for the NL Central division, and I do see a world obviously where they do make the playoffs, unlike the Diamondbacks. Uh, but I think for a rotation and a team of this caliber, I'll take them with my last pick. They're currently sitting at around thirty five to one here, Mal. Okay, so the Milwaukee Brewers rounds out Moonaf's uh, stable. So, um, trivia question quickly, boys. Who's the highest uh, ranked team or with the lowest odds that we haven't drafted? I would probably say the White Sox. That was, I was going between them and the Brewers. Yeah, the yeah the White Sox are, are in there at twenty eight to one, um, and there's a yeah a couple of Texas have been overlooked. I would maybe say the only other one. Um, who who might have been drafted, but um, some of us went further down the board to pick the uh, good winners. So yeah, quick recap then. Some of us went to Mars to get some picks. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Moonaf Chalky Manji. Um, so yeah, your stable Moonaf drafted out with the one spot. You have the Atlanta Braves, the New York Mets, the Toronto Blue Jays, and the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, my stable. What a I mean, this is incredible. Uh, Batten down the hatches for this. Um, I've got the San Diego Padres, followed by the LA Angels, followed by the Minnesota Twins, and tucked snugly in the bottom there, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Still in Rockford. Before you get to the superstars of the show, you have three teams that possibly cannot make it to the playoffs. I'll say that much. He has three teams that (laughs) might end the season with a losing record. (laughs) 
<laughs> you fool. Honestly, I can't wait for the like the fourth of November or something. This is gonna be so much fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna book an open top bus, right? And I'm gonna drive around town on this open top bus. It's gonna be like the fourth of July, but your ticket tape parade, and you three boys, I'll have my laptop on my knee, and I want you three boys to be so full of apologies for me. It's yeah, un- unbelievable. The Padres and the Angels in the World Series, uh Mal's gonna be unbearable. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, no, I'll be demanding. The angels and the twins. <laughs> uh, Dylan Rockford asked. Well, I'm glad I amuse you, boys. Anyway, Dylan Rockford asked the St. Louis Cardinals. Dylan went um, wasn't very chalky. He had two twenty to one shots earlier. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals with the Seattle Mariners, the Cleveland Guardians, and the Philadelphia Phillies. And Noah. Yeah, Noah from a from pick four. Um, you ended up with a very powerful stable of the Houston Astros. You have the Tampa Bay Rays. You've got the New York Yankees and you've got the LA Dodgers. So, I mean, everybody, how's everyone feeling about their chances now? Better, I think you three are feeling better than you were. Yeah, I'll probably rank Noah's number one as far as... Yeah, Noah, Noah sneaked the Yankees. Yeah, Noah's Dodgers and the Yankees at that turn, I think, was a really great pickup for him. Um, uh, I don't like those two teams historically, but we're going to ride it out. (laughs) Outside of Malcolm, who's like ranked number 26 out of four of us here. um, (laughs) No, I'm pretty happy with the team. I I think that, you know, Dylan's squads have probably the most upside for this upcoming year. Like we talk about a lot of people picking the Cardinals and the Mariners. Guardians, another sneaky team as well. And then I, like you mentioned, Malcolm, I kind of went chalky with the Braves, the Mets uh, in there. And then I think the big sexy pick again this year is uh, the Toronto Blue Jays as well. But um, yeah, hopefully none of us, what we're sipping here, you don't have, uh, we don't have uh, what you have in your cup when we were doing this live. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why they play the game, boys. This is why they play the games. And right. um, we'll be here this time tomorrow. Uh, to pick over those games and make up our first few betting picks. Um, the YouTube channel um, is always open. Subscribe to that. Please follow us on Twitter at MLB SGPN. Um, we've got a DraftKings DFS contest for opening day. It's only $3. Uh, we normally run one every night, so I'll get Noah to tweet that out, um, or you'll find it if you are in the SGPN uh, league. There's 500-odd people in that league, so I'm sure we can rustle up some some players for a, for a DFS game on Thursday night as well. So lots to look forward to. Uh, Moon off, have I forgotten anything? No, I mean, I think we covered it. We did think did a tremendous job of uh, doing the season preview. So if you haven't already, uh, go back and listen to all the division previews. We did the future show yesterday with all of our player awards and all that good stuff. Uh, and like Mal said, We'll be back uh, tomorrow right around this time uh, to preview opening day. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting. Uh, so, yeah, everyone who joined us in the chat and uh, got involved, we appreciate it. Um, yeah, and keep your eyes peeled. This time tomorrow, uh, it's time to get our betting hats on. Uh, really looking forward to it. So, yeah, 24 hours. Um, good luck with anything you're doing in the meantime. Until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.